don't know why Sundays always have me feeling very lethargic, very, I don't know, they're just talking about Sundays, that's what it's like. Ah, Sundays, I don't know. Sundays. I haven't felt nostalgic about Sundays since I got here. I don't know, Sundays usually just feel very lonely for me. But I guess... Um, I don't know, it's just, there's something about Sundays that even when you don't go to church or have any special plan, uh, Sundays just feel different. I don't know, like, even when you, I don't, it, it's hard to explain, like, there's something about Sundays that's just very different from regular weekday and even Saturday. Well, yes, I, I get you, actually, because, you know, it kind of brings up, you know, memories from Sundays in the past, you know, maybe when... I guess. You were a kid, you know, going yeah. to church, coming Except back, yeah. eating Sunday jollof or maybe pandemia or something. Yeah, because even during like um quarantine, where every day felt like just a repeat of itself, Sunday is like, Sunday is like I always miss a Sunday. I just it's hard to not know a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Even when you end up losing track of, you know, the week. Exactly. You just kind of end up, you kind of know it is Sunday when it's Sunday. What do you get when you put two queens in a room? A podcast about culture. Identity? Anything. Everything. Welcome to the Do You Old Podcast. What do you... Anyways, so how was everyone's week? How I hope everyone's week was. I want to say good, but at this point in 2020, I just hope you survived the week. Honestly, I just so, think I'll... as long as yeah, so long as you're alive and you survived, that's like you know, exactly that's a win. So I hope everyone's still alive from last week. <laughs> yes, uh, and like, a lot happened during the week. A lot of... but a lot exactly. of, especially on Twitter. I feel like there's always a lot happening on Twitter. Like, literally. Yes. No, but this week was, like, I mean, this week was like a lot. You know, like, you, you, it's, it's you not started the whole, the tweet about, you know, <clears throat> about someone not getting access into a restaurant because she's a woman. Oh, yeah, that was a thing. Like that was actually when I read that tweet, I wasn't actually surprised because I've seen I've seen friends talk about you know not getting access into certain restaurants because they went alone because they are women yeah. and you know things like that. They went on chaperoned or you know things relating to that. And it's just, I mean, it's so annoying how things like that fly in Nigeria. Yeah. You know, misogyny like that flies in. A country like Nigeria, but then it's Nigeria, so nothing surprises me anymore. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, for context for everyone, um, so a journalist Aisha Sudin tweeted that she went out in Lagos for a meal, and they, I think, while she was getting the meal, they told that she had to leave because women are not allowed in the restaurant without when they're not accompanied by a male by, by a man. Yeah. Okay, so part of why I'm not too surprised is because last year, December, um, a friend and I went to Seta, 
this restaurant in Lagos, this big restaurant in Lagos. And first of all, I was wearing shorts that day because I'm usually always wearing shorts. And the security guard told me I can't enter. I had to go back. And I was like, why? He said they don't allow people to wear shorts. Now, the funniest part of this was that I saw a white guy enter there wearing shorts. You get it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, like so wild. <laughs> it's like, like really wild because why? Like, you are, you are like, like, uh, this, this what is this blatant daytime racism mm-hmm. when I'm literally in the world's most popular like, black nation? What is this? And they told me that I, they couldn't let me in because I was a racist. I was like, okay, you know what's fine? I, I um, called my friend who was already seated inside to um they know letting me in so she has to come outside and meet me and then we will get and we'll go somewhere else. Then she told me when she came out that she asked the waitress why we did not let her friend in because of short like what, what kind of policy is that the waitress told her that on a normal day they would not even let her in because she is a woman and she's unaccompanied. unaccompanied. That they don't let women in that they allowed her in because she said she was um, waiting for a friend and i'm like first of all the guts to tell this to someone like in their face in because mm-hmm. this, was, this was december 2020 2019 in big 2019 is just like the absolute call like i i i I was just Nigeria true. just keeps depreciating, and I don't know. See, it's, it's just it was it's wild. Like everything keeps getting bad, or is it worse and worse as time goes on? And I don't, I don't even understand anymore. Who keeps making these policies? It's so. It's, I, I don't get it. It's, it's it's a lot because then again, it's Nigeria, so I'm not even surprised. If anywhere, if there's anywhere in all like that, but I'm not surprised because something else is going to happen again, and. And the worst part is, I think the people, even though they were apologizing to Aisha's face, they were still saying that they were not going to change their policy. And you know what? They had reasons for that. Such policy, like they say, is because women go there and just hang around waiting for a man or to stop. Um, sex workers come, basically, sex workers come there and just wait for customers in quotes. And it's funny because. Um, yeah, male sex workers do the same thing. Actually, exactly. a lot of men, a lot of men, a lot of men hang around places like that waiting for sugar mummies and sugar daddies as well. So I have no idea why the special attention. So why is their it's, policy attacking it's, just women? It doesn't even make sense at all. Does it, mean all, does it mean all women are sex workers? And even if all women are sex workers, it, exactly, it, 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 yeah, it removes nothing. It removes mm-hmm. nothing from your place. If a group of people are being noisy or occupying space, maybe for, for longer than a particular period of time than it is um, comfortable for you as a manager, you, take, you, you ask them to leave regardless of their gender. Making a law that is gender-specific in this way yes. is misogynistic, and there is no way to justify it, period. Uh, anyway, speaking of restaurants and social media today, it, it, another funny thing that happened was the whole conversation about tipping in Nigeria. <laughs> so basically, I think the whole thing started because Zikoko did this Naira live story on a rest of a waiter who made a comment about how the main reason he does his job is not because of his salary, but because okay, of the, the tips, which is where he gets like several times over his salary from. And someone posted it and said, 
tip your waiters. And people were like, no, pay your waiters, which I feel should be the focus. Like, there's no way you see something like and you and you realize that people are taking jobs not because of the salary they are paid, but because, because of, they get the tip. So that says a lot about it, the organization. That exactly. Means the organization doesn't pay their waiters or their staff in because, general. Because in, in the same article, I can't remember the actual details, but I think the person was being paid like the 5,000 era. And person said that the biggest um, check they, they had seen that period, I think, was 800k. So imagine if you, a restaurant, you're making over 800k from just one table and you're still paying your staff the 5,000 era. Mm-hmm. This, this is the problem. The problem is how much you pay your staff. If you're paying your, if you're being so horrible to your staff that you have to depend on tips, it's, it's a problem. That's the problem. It's a, not exactly, it's it. a problem. And the problem and, that should be addressed shouldn't be the tipping culture in Nigeria. It should exactly. be salary culture in Nigeria, which is if this small, it's horrible. If you pay your staff well, they won't have to depend on tips. That's, and also the, the whole conversation kind of they won't have to, you know, feel so entitled to you know, people were, and then they were tweeting about how Nigerians should take more and how tipping should be compulsory um in Nigeria and stuff like that. And people kicked against that really hard, really fast, which I personally think was very warranted. Because yes. you cannot make begin tipping compulsory in Nigeria is bad because one, first of all, waiters, especially wait staff in Lagos, are horrible. They are very they, rude. They are horrible. They, this thing has been looking at you from head to toe, like like <laughs> angry that you even stepped into the restaurant. They are angry that you're here and they make it known. I think I was reading, I was reading a review of someone who uh, in East Drink Lagos, the other like um, taco balls, yeah. And then the, the, what they brought w- w- was just not taco balls. And um, they asked the Fola, I think, the, Fola, uh, the, the, the babe asked the, waiter, the waitress that uh, this is not how it should look. This is not what it looks like. And the babe was like, this is how they serve. And she was like, well, yeah, but this is not how it's supposed to look. This is not why. This is not. I ordered this because I expected something. This is not what mm-hmm. it should be. And then the waiter basically looked at her and said, "Now, nah, wow." So, and the, and the funniest part is, this is a norm in Lagos. It is Lagos. a norm in Lagos because they are like they are also like a lot of similar stories like that. Because someone Everywhere. said he, someone tweeted that he, he I, I forgot the restaurant. He went to a restaurant and ordered, I think, Alfredo or something, and what he got wasn't Alfredo. Yeah, and when he made his complaints to the waiter. The waiter yeah. said, that's what you ordered. Our our chef is Italian, so he can't make, you know, ah. a mistake like that. I was like, <laughs> I read it, I was, I was in, I was really, I was shocked because why would a waiter, why would a waiter, you know, even say anything like that? Something like that, a customer. First of all, in Nigeria, they don't believe a customer is always right. So, they, 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 they like, like Actually, in Nigeria, they believe customer is always wrong. They will tell you that you're wrong, no matter, matter who you are. So there's that, first of all. Secondly, um, tipping, uh, tipping culture in America, the way it exists, is because of a problem. And that's because they don't pay their staff. They don't pay rich staff well. They pay them they like, don't, exactly. They don't pay their staff. And also, well, the, um, the way Americans tax, yeah. the way the American government tax, 
is exactly so the citizens is very it's not it's so a lot for, you know so you have exactly. so tipping is, is an american solution to an american problem so before problem, you import exactly. an american solution and put it into nigeria you have to ask yourself do we have that problem in nigeria can we fix that problem in a nigerian way in you can't nigeria. just import a full american solution to a problem that you're not entirely sure it exists in nigeria and even exactly. if it exists in nigeria can you use the american solution in nigeria like context the nigerian like you have, environment you have to, like, you have to actually like, think about this, it you can't just solution is this solution right for this exactly problem? is it sustainable because you think about tipping in the world's poorest country hello like do you really think that people like Sometimes people go out, I mean, after like, they don't get, they don't get paid just to treat themselves. And then you know when them to have to think about paying extra how many percent. Extra, exactly. And then they're like, some, <laughs> and some people, and some people are like, if you can't sit, stay at home. And that's very, that very, very classy. That's like speaking from that's a place of privilege. And that actually stupid. That, 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 that's actually extremely stupid. It's because first of all, because everybody's entitled to enjoyment. You can't. People, people are like, when someone goes to a restaurant, they are paying for a meal. They are paying for the service. They are paying for the ambiance in that one district. Exactly. So you now tell them that oh, if you if you can't pay, if you can only pay for all of this, but you cannot, then give extra ten or twenty percent. You shouldn't eat out. It's a it's a very stupid statement. To it's make. a very stupid statement. Very it's very. A stupid. very stupid really statement to make. Period. And the, the funnest part is we pay service charge already. And if we are paying service charge, who are paying the service charge for or to? If exactly. it's not for the service, service that we are receiving. At least from my knowledge, service charges. So if and you I'm want sure to... that goes to the restaurant. And it goes to the restaurant, and that's a problem. If you're listening to this, please, you should find a way to talk to your boss. So yeah. if your organization or restaurant or whatever collects service charges from customers, it's if your you money. Don't let them do it. your money. Exactly. You can't, you can't take service charge and then... Like we'll pay that, we'll pay service that, we'll pay for overpriced, average to bad meal, and then you still want us to tip for horrible, to horrible tip service. Exactly. Oh come on! Oh come on! Just, of, I'm sorry. The, I I can I can count I can count on one hand how many good experiences I've had in Lagos restaurants that weren't eaten because this these niggas are just they, they, they are horrible. They are really yeah, horrible. They are like very, very, horrible. and like it's, from the stories, from the stories that I, the tweets I read, yeah, from that, um, the thread on Twitter. Nah, it's like a general thing. It's a Lagos it's thing, a not even problem. just Lagos, because there were people from all, um, other parts of Nigeria, Nigeria that are talking, and it's giving the Nigerian problem. So it's like a Nigerian problem. Nigerians are first of all rude. Yes, they do not believe customers are always right, and my, my, my own problem is the fancy restaurants. That's my own personal problem because you go there, you pay like a huge sum of money for a really average dish, you exactly. still have horrible service. The meal would come on time, and nah, it's it's it's, it's just imagine paying 20,000. I can't count how many times I've been to Lagos restaurants and I leave and I'm angry at myself. On my birthday, my partner and I went out and we decided to go to somewhere else, like a different place, like not our regular um spot. And this restaurant, this restaurant, we we tried um making a reservation because so this is the corona period and we didn't want like to get down to the crowded. My dear, try, try, try. 
Like, like. Man, if, if, if the that... phone was not going, the pool were just doing themselves anyhow. We ended up making a reservation, but when we got there, fine. There was there was like there, there, there were like chairs. So we sat down. We ordered the meal. The meal took a bit of like took time to come. And when they finally did, my partner ordered like fish. And this this cost like this was like about seven uh, k. First of all, this fish was it, it was it, it felt like a full fish or like like um one full like um piece of fish or it was like a slab. It of, wasn't uh, one full. And it was small no, again for seven k. It was small. It was like this slab of this. Thing. And I took it. And it's hard to explain, but this fish was cold. Like they microwaved it, but it was cold. And it I, I don't know how to explain this. It was microwaved. You could tell it was microwaved. You Micro- could tell that it was supposed to be warm, but it was cold. It was flavorless. Do you get? Yes. And it was small. Then the rice now was the rice was not basmatic. It was not long grain. This was like a regular rice that was regular somehow rice. overcooked. Uh, rice. It was still somehow overcooked. The whole meal was tiring. Me now, I ordered chicken stew. This chicken stew, like, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, you know, you know when um, uh, if someone cooks a meal now and is um, you know, when someone cooks a meal now and it's fresh, you can tell that this is fresh. Hmm? Mm-hmm. This this was not it. It's I could tell that they did not just cook it. I didn't they did not just eat it. Probably something they cooked a while ago and they just and exactly. It. So it. Like, it was so bad. Like, we had starter, we had main, everything. But when we're leaving, we still wanted to go to the place to, to order. I wanted to stop at the restaurant on our way back to actually order food now we eat because okay. we were still hungry. Imagine after spending that almost 30k for almost 30k. Service. Like, we paid about 30k for this meal, and when we we're going, we we're still want to, we still. Until stop by a restaurant to buy food. That and then I have to pay for it too. See, let me not cost someone's child because <laughs> now nah, this, this is how it works too. I'm I'm going to be nice and we told the names of these restaurants that I'm talking about. So what is this other restaurant? And on this particular day, we were hungry. We were actually proper hungry to the point where we stopped to get gala on our way to the place. So you you can tell that we were. Actually, yeah, exactly. Hungry. So we, we when we called the waitress over, we told her we, we told her we want like we, we, we place orders for our starters, our mains, drinks, everything. And we told we asked her, so the starter, can we get it in less than five minutes? She said yes. We were supposed to they would definitely say yes, even see, though they can't I, get it. And I was like, like minutes. We wanted this in less than five minutes. Because we were hungry, so if we can get this by then, there's something else we can get that would be in for, so it would be here by five minutes. Fine. Forty minutes. Our starters were not ready. Our mains were not ready. Which was, was nowhere to be found. What we eventually oh. found that uh, my partner was hungry. He actually had to go and yield at her. Well, finally, guess what? Our mains came before our starters did. <laughs> and I was, I, I was just there, like, mains before starters. Starters are even starters should actually even be like quicker to make that. And, and that exactly, and that's the point. That was why, we, like, 
we ordered a lot like several stuff for the scam menu and we were specific we wanted stuff that would be ready well before the meal and so that be ready like as fast as possible and that was why you ordered the start exactly we were Man, very specific no structure, no structure at all and when we called her she was she, she, like she did not get, have any excuse she could not even bother to communicate to us that oh this is why it's this is what this was happening and eventually father that what she actually did was she even though she got both other decisions, she placed the order for the names first and then after a very long while before she placed the order for the starters and i was like who does this <laughs> like who does this so the only reason why i'm not particularly mad at this restaurant because i've been there like multiple times and most times they give pretty good service and the food is okay. actually like really good when really i say pretty good, good service i mean the good time by legal standards so that's like nobody was talking about like a five it's not great they're just not really i'm just not eye from like but compared to like other legal exactly yeah like still okay yeah nah so uh, when it comes to legal restaurant see tipping them is hard but i still feel like a lot of people tip like because I know I tip, I tip almost everyone. I tip, I tip people that work on my generator. I tip uh, my cab driver. Like I tip almost everyone because tipping is not tipping, but more like dash. dash. Dashing is like a very huge part of Nigerian culture. No, obviously, no one is going to do ten percent or twenty percent. People just give based on that. Like, I'm I've, sure, like even when you go to the bank, when you are living, exactly, you just you give just, because you security know, guy, you know something. When you go to maybe an eatery or something, even when you go to the market, the like, like give them, even when you uh-huh. go to the market, like if someone heals you extra, you just give them something. You just kind of feel the yes, need to exactly. give. Obviously, we don't have tipping culture in like America where we have ten percent, twenty percent. No, there have been times where I've gone to buy. A meal from like a, a fast food and um, my bill is like two five two thousand i can like mm-hmm. maybe my change is eight hundred thousand i just tell them to keep the change to keep the change i won't mm-hmm. start doing 10 percent, 20 percent. but that's no. not even it that's just you know it, it's just that so people do that but if you want to make tipping compulsory in nigeria i think it's a horrible idea on it's a very several idea. on several levels because the, the only person who benefits from tipping culture is the employer is the employer because you will have more reasons not to pay their exactly. staff well. They will allocate your, your salary to your tips, and exactly. they have more reasons for them to just gobble up your service charge, which should be the um given to the service workers. So I and it's not the job of the customers to pay to, exactly salary for the staff. But funny enough, it the, the customers are the ones paying the salary of the staff. That's the funniest part. But yes, so, exactly. so you, you, you don't need them to still like pay extra or pay directly to them. It, it, if, if, if it's so, then let's go and I'll, I'll have to pay the chef um, special, then I'll pay the waitress special, then I'll pay whoever goes to the market to buy their different special. If we have to, if that's what we, if that, that's what it boils down to. So I don't know. The, the whole conversation was, I won't like that. It went from serious to hilarious real quick because. It yeah, became, it, 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 I'm glad you took that turn because yeah, I mean, of it, course it was. So it started out like very, very serious. It was very serious. Originally, I had a very, I had a good laugh. It was, it was, it was hilarious. Really funny. 
it was it really was interesting mm-hmm. because the stories I saw nah like I just I just someone who or that was this spaghetti bolognese and the the serving was but this thing not like a goosey I saw it it's it, it, it I I I it I have zero words <laughs> to like describe because I feel like if that thing was like placed in front of me I would just pay and leave because where do we go from here? See if I hadn't read the caption of the picture, I would have, I would have thought that it someone was spaghetti. Was... I would have thought it was spaghetti and the goosey. I would have assumed that someone was like mixing food again or something. Because everything, everything about that meal was, was wrong. wrong. Like everything about it was wrong. Christ, just now that you brought it up, I can't even get it out of my head anymore. So, and also, like the, the prices for a lot of these meals were just they were a lot. I won't lie, they were just they were a lot. They were they. Ugh. Nigerians need to do. They need to do better, please. Like I, I simultaneously feel bad for them because I get that you know, things are expensive and shit. But still, ah, um, come on, it kind, it kind of feels, it, it, Even it feels if they deliberate. Don't God, they should fear the amount of money that people see. Pay too much. Well, I saw some. Different, saw some people, I saw. People are not plucking money from trees, please. Like I saw, like what I think was mashed potatoes and steak for 16k and <laughs> the way it looks so this is why this is why people still have like pts from nigerian restaurants that's why anytime some people when they go to nigerian restaurants all the other is just rice See, that's what i do pasta. and that's... even those those basic meals they still fuck they, them. they, they still find ways to fuck them up exactly but my when i go to a nigerian restaurant i actually plate it always a spaghetti it's always a Rice. If I'm feeling too adventurous, I'll just go for spaghetti. Because there was, mm. there was a particular day I went to a restaurant and I placed an it was an Italian restaurant, so I placed an order for what looked like pasta on the menu. But when was when my meal came to me, it looked it was more like corn soup. And to uh, today, what the fuck? I to today I was I'm still confused. I'm like, did I? Corn soup. <laughs> like, did I read this wrong? Because, uh, like, I, I was so confused because I read the menu and I went for the pasta dish because that was what that's what looked the most familiar, like, like what I would actually. Because mm. I'm a very picky eater, and this, that was the thing that looked like what I would actually like to eat. And what was delivered was corn soup, and I was confused. If if just if, if just today or I'll it back, sure, I won't lie. But then I was just like, you know what? Let me Honestly, just. Because, I just assume uh, maybe uh this is what it looked like, and I was the one who had the wrong wrong idea in my head. If it was, well, I, I won't lie. It was good. It, it, it tasted well. It, it, it tasted good, but it was still not that ordered. But it still remains that it's not what you. Uh, it's not what you at all thought it was going to be exactly. Mm. Anyways, speaking anyway. of. Twitter. <laughs> this week, we well, once again, yes, once mm-hmm. again for what what feels like the fiftieth time this year, we'll discuss queer men, marine straight and women. the conversation. I I I'm tired of having this conversation. Honestly, I just need this topic to die a and I what silence quickly because. It keeps coming up. It over. comes up like and I what and it, 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 it's not the fact that it comes up. It's the fact that 
it's the same argument from the same people. It's always the same argument. Nothing changes. No one is changing their opinions. No one is changing their position. No one wants to see from the other side. And it's right. mm-hmm. it's it's annoying. And what all it does is, is just open up queer people to abuse, homophobia, biphobia. It's a lot of bigotry. Which already transphobia is, because exactly. like, everyone everyone gets uh, everyone just gets the heat. And it's a very tiring conversation. And when it comes down to it, my own my own position is very simple. This is this is something that doesn't benefit anyone. And I don't think any it of the doesn't. parties any of the parties involved in a situation where it's a gay man marrying a straight one, but unknowingly unknown. I don't think either of the parties wants that. Because if you do ask the gay man, he would obviously want to, in an ideal world, he would prefer being married to a man who he's attracted to. Mm-hmm. And no man would want a partner she's attracted to. No one wants it. And as much as you would want to vilify the man for making such a decision, it's not a decision that he made because he just felt like. And if we, if, if we, before we take, any, before we make any stand, like we need to ask ourselves why this is even a thing in the very first place. Exactly. Why is it okay? You, it's because it's simple. It's because of homophobia. Exactly. And the fact that but whenever when people, not... whenever people bring up this conversation, people will always be like, "Oh, but homophobia does not justify." Homophobia does not justify, but it makes it needed. It makes it happen. Homophobia is a reason. Exactly. Happening. That's what makes so it happen. if your focus is on preventing gay men from marrying straight women, but you don't destroy the actual reason it's happening. You're not. It's, yeah, you're not a solution. It's, it's not going to be a solution because the gospel truth is, so long as queer men are not safe enough to marry each other, they have to marry women. That's the very sad, horrible truth. And they keep forgetting that it that like Nigeria is like the kind of place where marriage is like an institution that is forced exactly. on everybody. They keep forgetting. Um, obviously, you know, there are parents who keep you know disturbing their their kids oh you have to bring your wife home you have to bring like your husband home I, when are you getting married exactly. your mates are getting married you know and then it puts this pressure on on them to you know find a partner quickly yeah. because you know it's getting too much it's trying to get and then we have the nosy uncles the, the nosy relatives yeah who you know also keep disturbing and disturbing and disturbing you for marriage they, they keep forgetting that they forget, they forget. that aspect though, in this discussion Exactly. And as much as uh, men don't have the pressure that women mm-hmm. do when it comes to marriage, they, it's, there's still that pressure. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm 21 years old and every other day I'm still getting asked, where is my girlfriend? Why don't I have a girlfriend? Bro, like, and I am, I, can't, I am out. I am very, mine I am is very tired. Like, mine is bad because I'm I am very out. Tired because, like, people keep asking me, where's my Where's my girlfriend? Where is, uh, or like in conversations, when they bring up conversations, they, they keep saying things like, like, oh, um, your wife this, your wife that, or when you get married, your wife. And I'm like, how many times do you have to mention it? Please, exactly. please, please, please. I'm tired. Like, no. mine is worse because I'm, this is my mom who knows I'm queer. And there's still that pressure. And then you have grown men who, like, you, you, your mother is threatening you that. You want to kill her, you want to do this. And mm-hmm. even away from all of that, we have a lot of queer men who like genuinely don't even know that there's another option. Many people from for many people, life is just 
secondary school, university, get a job, get married, yeah. have kids. That's it. The possibility of even being single forever mm-hmm. or being with a man is it's, it's one that many people have never really considered. I th- I, because I think they've never really considered it because, like, you know, from inception to, you know, ev- adults. Everything, you that's how you've been socialized. Exactly. You're a man, you marry a woman. The fact that you're not exactly. attracted to her does not come up. The fact that you want to do you know, date men does not come up. And I think because Twitter is kind of inherently elitist, people forget the fact that yes. not many people have, like, are socialized like differently. The majority of Nigerians and people keep forgetting their privilege. Exactly, like, because you have access to get educated and, and, and knowledge and, and, and to get educated that way. Some people, they, you know, I've met a lot of women who have never considered the possibility of being with a man, like romantically. Like to them, it's, it's exactly. the only way you can be you with a man is sexually. To. You guys, mm-hmm. like they've never considered the possibility of being with a man, like in a romantic way. In a, exactly, it's let just, alone you know. partnering up with a, a woman. For them, the only the, the their only option is to marry um, a woman. And obviously, a they, they won't marry a woman and start telling her, "Oh, look." So sometimes I fuck men as well. It's 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 just not an option that mean that many of them don't even know this is a thing. Many of them they don't exactly like, they don't know if, it's a thing. They don't know it is something that actually you know, happens and like, they can actually have exactly. exactly. So all that is in their head is oh, this is I'm how it's to, supposed to be. Get married to this woman, or I'm going to get married to a woman. I'm going to have kids because that's what the exactly. society expects. And frankly, that's how society goes. For many of them, this is the that's the closest way to having. In normal life, because let's be honest, what is your yes. what's the alternative? They'll become permanent bachelors. They'll never get married, or they'll start saving up to seek asylum or live in the country, which is which is, mm-hmm. which is something that many people will never have if we're being honest. So, the, what's the closest for them? And the gospel truth is, though many of them will find wives, they'll get married, they'll have kids, they'll live regular lives, and because some of them will cheat. Some of them won't actually. I, mm-hmm. I've been on Grinder and Tinder long enough to meet many of these people and talk to them. And you will be surprised how many of them just they want to. They just they realize that you know this is this is the life I have to live. So when people have these conversations where they talk about how oh the man is bad, how dare him marry someone he's not socially attracted to? How many Nigerian men? Mm-hmm. How many Nigerian men are attracted to their wives? Let's be honest. How many? Like, let's like, look at the marriages that are around you, like the average Nigerian marriage, not the uh, super marriages or whatever. Most people, not most, a lot of uh, them, if we are like being honest. Many people are just going through the motions. Like, let's not even forget the generation before ours. Exactly. Marriage was. Love, love marriage and all those was, things. It was arranged. Exactly. The, all this love and everything is not a thing that many of them are even aware of or even like socialized to aspire for. They, they are going through motions. Get married, have kids, become deacon and deaconess. It's 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 a it's a it's listen. It's a cycle that has existed before them, and it's a game they are just playing. And I don't I, I don't know. I feel like if the gay men have to do the same, play that same game, we need to ask ourselves why, but rather than immediately say, oh, 
they are the bad ones or the women who are complaining are the bad ones. I don't think uh, are the bad ones exactly. exactly. Like, the woman has every are, right to complain because she she over, of course she, definitely. It's not like we, it's not like we are saying they are feelings or, or whatever it is yeah. they are feeling at the moment it's invalid it's, or invalid. it's so, very valid it's very very valid but, but what we are asking for is you, this is don't. this is a conversation that needs empathy from both sides because yes, exactly. believe it or don't not because believe it, what is the root of the problem the root of the problem is homophobia it's, it's institutionalized homophobia it's exactly the fact homophobia is so deep-seated that from the from marriage to socialization to everywhere mm-hmm. to the point where people do not even see their own happiness as an option that's how bad, that's how exactly. bad it is and that's the issue that should be um, addressed but the fact like queer people would rather they would rather you know go with what the society wants than choose their own happiness exactly. and that's something and that because they don't because yes a lot of them so don't actually years. even know that their own happiness is an option. Do you get? They ex- they don't. It's like every other thing comes before the happiness. It, 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 it's many of them have never actually really seen it because it it, become it, a norm, look at exactly. okay, look at look at Nigerian media. What do they show as queer happiness? It, it's non-existent. Look at what what's the media that they've grown. That many of these people grew up to. Look at the people they their society. Everything. So where do you now want them to see this positive quen, uh, presentation or whatever? Exactly. There is, exist. They don't exactly. They don't. They, because, there isn't the media. There's with the media doesn't have like any representation of you know um, Nigerian queer happiness exactly. because you know so people are still being vilified in the country. Exactly. So. so if we if we want a lasting solution to this, we. The closest we can get is actually having open discussions about things like this, yes. and having the dis- discussion in a in, in a non-binary like mindset where it's not oh, I I, this person is the villain, this person is the villain. Because what it is that in this situation, neither of them are villains. Because I assure you, I don't think any man, any gay manager thinking oh, I am going to marry a straight woman and I'm going to ruin her life. It's not something exactly that's not not what like they're thinking. They, they are thinking, oh, you know what? This this is the, this is the only option that that exists for me. So I am going to do it because I want to be happy. They are they are, mm. they are choosing a wife because they think it will make them happy. The same way straight men choose wife because they need to make them happy. Wives. Mm-hmm. So they are they they get married, and they will look around. They will choose the woman who maybe is best suited for them. Whatever, or they, they they'll choose each other, they'll date, they get married, they have kids, and move on. And, and let's be honest, exactly. what's the difference? And, they what? kids, and then they see, they find out that you know after kids, the happiness which they seek, it's maybe they it's not there. And, it's and not funny there. enough too, for some people, it's actually there. That's the weirdest part. A lot of people actually, because a few months ago, I was working on a project for this lesson, which I still haven't even finished. On a, I was talking to like people who got married, and some of them actually are content with their lives. Like obviously, they, mm. like I, I spoke to someone who was in quote Raz for the longest time, and he didn't even realize all the terminologies or whatever. He like mm. he was having sex with men just because he thought, you know, he was just feeling around. He grew up and then he realized that oh, he actually 
preferred men. And then years later, he's now worthy enough to come to go to other countries and stuff like that. And he has seen and he now realizes that in a different world, or if he was born somewhere differently, he would have gotten married to a man. But that's not his reality now. And he's married. He has kids. He's okay with his life. There's, he's not even, what's part is he's what all the people that married. He's not cheating. So what's now the difference? They, they are living relatively good lives. They are among privileged Nigerians. Mm-hmm. So you're not telling me that, oh, this man is a bad man for what? For choosing to be happy or for what to exactly. get married. Not, being, not choosing to be happy. Not or just choosing to be being, single because... Know, not educated enough to know that, you know, there are other options for him. And even, even if he was educated then to know there are other options for him, what would he have done? He would have, he would have found another man in Nigeria to, to partner up with. Nigeria, you and I, Nigeria you and I, like, you and I know space. how um, the credit in this uh, thing is. The credit and mm-hmm. is how many people don't even really see futures with their partner because of how Nigeria is. So he doesn't have that option in Nigeria. He didn't have that option for the longest time. And on some level, he still doesn't have it, except he wants to move out to a different country and uproot his life. Let's go of extended families. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. So when people have these conversations and they don't bring empathy to the table or they don't or they don't try to see from either side or realize that it's possible for neither party to be villains in history. Yeah. And like one thing people need to realize is that the enemy doesn't even have to be a person. The enemy could be a system which is sometimes could be an institution. Exactly. And it could be a system. It's it, more often than not enemies. Exactly, it could the, be the system. The enemies of the uh, enemies that we're dealing with when we're talking about oppression, it's hardly ever a person. Sometimes a person, a pers- person, a, a person could personify it, or a, a person could symbolize it, or a person could be taken advantage of that system. But the pro- the problems always, or at least almost always, the system that gives a particular person or group of people the power to oppress others. So yeah, okay, we've actually yeah. gone off on this conversation and we'll take it at least times <laughs> to the time we should have. But yeah, so anyways, first of all, this conversation needs to die a quick, well, it's not going to be a quick death anymore, but it needs to die a natural death. It needs death to die, honestly, because I'm glad of having to because I'm, see this conversation happen and happen and happen. With no growth, people are exactly doesn't even seem like people are trying to, you know, understand. Everyone is trying to be right. Exactly. It doesn't it's, seem like one party trying to understand the other. And the worst part is, but at the end of the day, we, everyone needs to just understand that. The worst part is when you finish having conversations like this, this way, nothing changes. They'll still marry oh. each other and people will still continue. And yeah, nothing changes. If we don't attack the problem, it will still it it will keep pressuring. Nothing is going to change. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's it. So that's it. So that's um, it. that's one. What made you happy this week? Let's see. Oh, by the way, I came across this old uh music group Resonance that used to make like weirdly good gospel music like about fifteen years ago. I have been so fucking obsessed. It's I don't I don't know why their music is actually good, but it is. So yeah, I think that was I think that it. Also, I have been falling in love all over again with um 
Amal, the singer, A-M-A-A-L. And she hasn't released anything recently. And like I think it's like almost a year. But I don't know, she's like really good. So I think, yeah, these are, these are the two things that made me happy this week. So you, what made you happy this week? Um, for me, let me see. Okay, for me, first of all, the trailer of Happiest Season. I finally saw the trailer and I'm honestly really excited for the movie. The movie is going to be out on November 25th, so you people should watch yeah. it. Um, Happiest Season, that's the one with, um, with Kristen Stewart and um, Dan Levy. Then, um, let me see. Yes, Davido's album also made me really Actually, happy. Actually, I have to listen to that album. I need to listen to You should listen to it. It's like really good. It's like an album made specific, specifically for Benji. <laughs> like the album, it's, it's actually like a really good project. And honestly, at this point, I'm just going to say sorry to anyone who, you know, chooses one axis over the other rather than just enjoy both their their work you know <clears throat> whiskey released a great album david released a great album just enjoy both rather than you know choose one over the other yeah, pe- and, pe- people have you know, to do this people keep comparing people exactly have... why compare when you can enjoy i, I, I have accepted that that's just human nature at this point yeah, yeah. People need to just let go. People need to let go and just, you know, enjoy. Not everything is a competition. Even if it's a competition between the artists, it shouldn't be a competition between you, you know, listening to the to the music. Just enjoy the music. Life life shouldn't life is already hard. Don't make it harder for yourself. Ah, uh, so yeah. So I think that's it guys. That's episode two for you. So don't forget to share the episode on, on, social, on social media. Don't forget to you can like, yeah, yeah. Okay, because after I think, yeah, I think you can like. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to comment. Yeah, thank you.